You are listening to The Property Marketing Show with your hosts, Tom and Neil. The show that's all about marketing your property properly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Property Marketing Show. I'm Neil, and I'm here with Tom. Hi, guys. And today we are very, very pleased to have Graham. Graham uh, Wadhams here, who is an award-winning marketer and uh, experienced agent and he's going to talk to us about property marketing so graham do you just want to say hello and just give us a little bit of background as to as to your award-winning property marketing career hi thank you yeah i'm a uh, graphic designer by trade and i came into the property industry about 15 years ago uh, and for the last 15 years i worked for one of surrey's leading independent estate agents um, you know, started in the marketing department and grew in my my role there to become marketing director. And uh, yeah, in 20, late 2019, was lucky enough to win the award for producing the best property marketing in, in the whole of the UK at the International Property Awards. Uh, you know, that's sort of career highlight for me. And, and more recently, I've moved over to uh, another leading independent estate agent in Surrey called Seymour's with 20 uh, you know, partner-run uh, businesses. So as marketing director there. So I get involved with all aspects of property marketing, you know, presenting the properties, presenting the, the brand and, and developing it. So, um, yeah, that's me. I'm uh, happy to be here. Interesting. You said you started out with, with a, a graphic design career. Tom was scribbling notes as you were saying that. Um, what, what do you think that's brought to your approach? I think um, it has given me a, a good eye for quality. Like I know what good looks like. I can instantly recognize when things look right. And I guess it's a big part of property marketing. You know, how are the brochures presented? How is, how is the website created? And I, I get really involved on a granular level with how the company that I work for presents all of those things. Um, you know, how do the property details touch and feel? How do the brochures feel? All of those things. You've got a, a, a knowledge of those things when you come from a, from a design background in terms of paper stock, image quality, all, all of those sorts of things. So it all, it all plays a part as we move through the rest of mm. property marketing. And um, so 15 years ago, what was your perception back then of property marketing? And do you think it's changed? Over the last has it changed? Uh, I mean, <laughs> has your perception I, changed? <laughs> I, I'm not sure I was on Facebook 15 years ago. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. not, I don't think Instagram exists, you know, all yeah, of these sort of, of course, social media yeah. platforms. So, yeah, but, um, um, what I meant was your, your perception of it. So, you've come from a, from a graphic design role, you know, where you, where you know that granular detail. Do you think that's across the industry? Or do you think that might be the reason that you're standing out? I think the I think the world has come on a long way. I mean, we operate offices in Surrey, and the South of England has a really high standard. I mean, I think there's there's lots of good work being done throughout the property industry, and I think more so now than ever. And I think all of our a lot of our competitors are doing great work. A lot of them do work with external design agencies to make sure you know, the, the quality of their presentation is up to scratch. So I think at one time, then, yeah, it was easy to differentiate yourself with that. But I think other people have, have caught up and that you can, you know, if you find a good design agency to work with, then, you know, you, you can hit that standard quite easily. But for me, uh, I like to think that, yeah, my, my, my internal sort of quality standard helps yeah. identify where those opportunities are. So you say you work with with a design agency. So is that in in actually preparing the the particulars and and brochures? Because I know there's a lot of agents out there who 
you know, they, they get a property and they might give it to, you know, the junior neg in the back of the office to, to knock something up. But from what you're saying, you, you're, you're probably not doing that. You're, you're spending a lot more time and effort in, in preparing think, the details. I mean, I think when it comes to, uh, you know, creating the templates of what the details are going to look like, you know, the sort of format of those things, then, yeah, we'll, we will um, yeah, work with agencies or if it comes to website design or specialist projects like television advert creation, you know, those sorts of things. And you need to work with specialists in those areas. Um, we do work with copywriters for some of our more prestige homes so that we can make sure that the, the, the written word, uh, you know, is of a, of a similar quality to the level of photography and videos that, that we're using to promote the properties. So yeah, in, in some cases we work with external design agencies, but I think, yeah, design plays a very a critical role throughout the presentation of the company and properties as a whole. And what, what, do you think, what do you think you've been doing right over the last 15 years? Going through your awards, you've just won, was it last year, the International Property Marketing Award? Yeah. For, uh, for yes, best, best um, UK property marketing. Best UK marketing. Yeah, exactly. And there's a, few, there's a few other awards on your LinkedIn team. What do you think it is that's making you stand out? Or in other words, your property stand out? I think it's that quality standard again. You know, we know where we want to be. And, and that's number one. You know, I make no bones about the fact that we want to be the, the number one estate yeah. agency yeah, in the UK for, for what we're doing and being a trailblazer. And to do that requires innovation, creativity, and making sure that you're employing the best people, the best suppliers, uh, and you're producing the best product. And it's that that dedication to, to consistent quality, I think, that makes the difference, you know constantly i'm sort of saying to my team all the time you know it's never a competition it's always we're never in competition with each other there's never a bad idea we just keep going until we until we hit that standard you know we're working collaboratively yeah. to 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 reassess every aspect of what we're doing to iterate and improve everything and i think that's i guess that's my ethos and it seems to have worked so i encourage <laughs> others to do the same <laughs> but but not if they're close to you in surrey <laughs> I mean, bring it on. Competition is a, you know, competition is a good thing. It's healthy, isn't it? It keeps, you know, it keeps me, uh, you know, gets me up in the morning to make sure that, you know, you, you can keep hitting that standard and competition is all for the good. Yeah, so so we're, we're particularly interested because I think one of your awards was um, the Surrey, was it a Surrey award where you won best property presentation? And we wondered, did, did that mean the way you presented properties in the photos? You know, are you staging them? Or is that the way you're presenting them through your marketing materials? Yeah, I think that was uh, an, an award that was awarded by, uh, I mean, that was, I think that was 2015. So it's a little while ago now. And, and you know, the property marketing landscape has changed in that time. You know, it, it, back in 2015, there was a lot of reliance on newspapers. Um, you know, you'd see every agent, you know, putting tens of thousands of pounds a year into newspaper advertising so um and they were looking at how we present properties you know in our in our printed advertising material um you know okay. predominantly and then also looking at what we're doing online but you know of course more recently there's been a bit there's been a, a bigger shift to digital and you know making the sort of presentation of properties on a website or you know the portal's more important now much more important. okay cool and um Talk about print and how your your marketing properties has print still got much of a role at the moment for you guys? Is it still anything like it was in 2015? Uh, I think, do you know what? I think, uh, I mean, me personally, I get less and less stuff 
through the post so you get less junk mail you get i mean you still got the pizza leaflets that come through the door but you know uh but you get less stuff given away and i think it's because i think even since the financial crash i think people have reassessed how they spend money on marketing materials and so a lot of companies have have sort of come away from print but for me print is one of the few ways that you give a tangible presentation of the brand it's the t- it's the one time that your brand gets in the hand of somebody or your or the property gets in the hand of somebody so i still think there's a place especially for high end properties to do a you know a luxury property publication um or uh, yeah or a property publication that shows off how well you present properties and shows off the properties well and and with that then you get the opportunity to you know choose the stock choose the design of the, the pages of the magazine and and, and really get into real detail about you know showing how you uh, have a passion for, for presenting properties and, and to display your brand um so yeah definitely and i think then also printed because you don't get because you don't get as much through the post it has a much longer shelf life you know if you're receiving an 80 page magazine through the post then you know people are going to sit down and and take time to look at it if it's if it's of that quality standard that, that makes people stand up and take attention you know pay attention well, look, looking at the, the the previous examples, it's got that sort of coffee table appeal, hasn't it? Yeah, the work that I, I was in the past, the last sort of couple of uh, last two or three publications that I produced for my last firm, then yeah, that that's really where we're looking for is coffee table magazines, something that you would that people would happily pay money for, um, and you know that uh, it means that vendors want to be in it. Uh, buyers want to read it so you know it's a, it's a win-win on on both parts and it's um it, it's something that i've definitely got a plan to to carry on in in the future yeah. in my current role there's um one of the things i think i picked up on was that co-brand element i don't want to go too much into your past with previous firms but you had a co-brand with a luxury brand i thought that was quite a nice way to anchor in people's minds you know where you are as a brand um because you're using a national brand there i think as interesting as properties are you know uh, the properties are a national obsession in the uk aren't they you know people yeah. uh love I, I know i've got right move alert set up for my neighborhood so that i can see inside my neighbor's houses when they come up for sale. <laughs> so um but i mean alongside that you can't just put pictures of properties in a magazine and expect it to be interesting so i think that element of you know luxury brand association especially yeah. for that market is good or informative entertaining articles about you know well about finance or other elements of the property yeah. uh, you know the property market yeah I, I was very interested to see the, the co-branding um with a, a high-end local car dealership because i i did a, a similar exercise in the past so just uh, that our, our listeners might be interested to 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 learn sort of how far you took that for example did you you know, work with them to sort of get access to their to their database, to their contacts, and and sort of promote your properties in that way through them. They um, where where we did it before. Um, you know, we were set out to develop a relationship with luxury brands, um, and you know, one of them, uh, PA Wood Rolls Royce. Uh, they yeah, they invited us to you know take a tour. Um, and then, you know, going forward from that, there was a re- reciprocal relationship there so that, um, you know, we could send our clients for tours of the, of the thing and invite them on sort of luxury experiences. Um, and yeah, where, where we saw it relevant, then we could either take, you know, developer clients or people who were, were selling their properties with us. So, yeah, it was a really nice relationship. And I think um, it's got to benefit both parts, doesn't it? You know, everybody's got to see benefit. And the same as whether you're whether you're doing that with a local restaurant or whether you're doing it with a luxury car brand, then I think, yeah, there's got to be some reciprocal benefit there. Fab. 
Talking of cars, because I, I used to work with car clients and I'm a bit of a petrol head despite driving a Nissan Cube. Um, um, really, do you, do you, they're the asymmetrical ones, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah, yeah. always been like, I, if, I've just had a love for those cars. <laughs> just from the way they look, the fact that they're asymmetrical. And I'd, everybody calls them Postman Pack cars, yeah, don't they? Absolutely. You know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Well, th- and this is an insight into my psyche and relationship. But one of the key things that one of the reasons why I really love it is my wife can't stand it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But one of the things I see from working with, you know, luxury car brands is that there's the trickle down effect. So, you know, you get your latest gadgets in your, you know, your BMW six series, and then 10 years later, they're in a, in a Ford focus. And I see the parallels with, you know, luxury property marketing then sort of trickles down. I mean, where you are, I can see, you know, clearly you're, you're targeting the, the high-end properties. Do you also sort of go for your, your standard sort of two-bed terrace, three-bed semis? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think we, we, you know, we deal with the entire spectrum of the property market. And whilst, yeah, it's true to say that luxury homes normally command a higher fee, so probably get a, a slightly better treatment in terms of the, uh, you know, the presentation they get, or they might get special copywriting, um, that you can definitely see that trickle down effect. I mean, you know, it, I think it was probably before I entered the property market, but of course, there was a time when um you know floor plans didn't exist for every property so you you've definitely seen that that trickle down effect and you know videos are more prolific now across uh, across all um sectors of the property market whereas uh, at one time they might have been just the reserve of luxury properties and and i think you know you're talking about it when you talk about the top end and the regular market you know if you're in surbiton and you're te- you're talking about a two bed flat it could be half a million pounds so yeah. it's not you're not talking about people who should receive a a lesser experience just because they have a two-bed flat you know they those people who own a half a million pound two-bed flat are still going to be you know going to the ivy for lunch or they're going to be shopping in luxury you know in luxury brands and and they're used to an experience that is of a certain level so i think uh, as as property marketeers we've got to look outside the sphere of just the property industry and look wider around you know uh, successful brands across the world and what they're doing in terms of customer experience how they're communicating with customers how they're presenting their products um and try to you know pick the best of it so that we can we can carry on uh, you know improving our own customers experience and present the properties that we take on and promote to the best of our abilities and i think that's uh, you know it's it, it's an ongoing series of improvement isn't it yeah <clears throat> so um, Seymour's have about 20 offices. How do you, how do you find um, training your team, the guys on the ground that are listing your properties and, and marketing? How do you keep those standards up? Because you clearly have some really high standards. But you can't go around and take photos and write the copy for every single house. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll caveat this by saying I'm only, uh, you know, two months, two and a bit months into my role here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think I think the key is probably working with the best suppliers. You know, I think when we look at, you know, our photography suppliers or our video suppliers, it's about yeah. picking um, people that have a good track record and that can hit the service level agreements that we that we expect. So, you know, and we will have regular reviews with those suppliers to make sure that, you know, they're hitting that service level. And if we see that things are going awry, then obviously that's a management process and you know to keep to keep those standards up but i think you know that a lot of the suppliers that are in the space at the moment have, have been doing it for a long time and, and obviously they're improving their product themselves 
you know, when it comes to the front line, good agents, it comes back to the people that you employ, doesn't it? It comes back to the recruitment process. And to do that, you need a good, strong, healthy brand that attracts the best people. So it comes down to that, I guess. Going slightly off off topic, because it's not specifically, I'm sure you weren't featuring particular properties, but it's interesting to see that you, you've had experience of, of TV advertising, which I would be fair to say the majority of agents won't have, have used that medium. I see, you know, some of the some of the corporates and big franchises do tend to do that. But um, just to talk a little about your experience of uh, of being on TV. Uh, for me, it's one of the most enjoyable parts of of my role um, is exploring new advertise and new avenues to advertise the business. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think television is still one of the most trusted forms of advertising that you can get. And more than ever, with the ad, you know the invention of digital TV, um, you can be more targeted with you know with the people that you select to advertise to. I think um, you know it's cost prohibitive for a lot of agents. Uh, you know, maybe especially for smaller independent ones, um, because you know there's the, there is that barrier to entry. You know, if you're going to film stuff for TV, you need to work with a production company. You know, it has to be filmed to a certain standard. It has to be approved by Clearcast to be able to get on TV. Um, so there is that barrier for entry but if you can get past that then yeah like I said it's one of the most trusted forms of advertising and uh, it's, it's something that I really believe in um, but yeah to do it and you want to hit a certain quality standard uh, then you know it costs money uh, and you can you can see on TV you know when you, you you're watching a cheap TV advert or you're watching one with high quality production values so I, I guess it it comes down to where your brand sits and you know and, and how you, how you want to be perceived. To be honest, I think you can you can mirror that comment with Rightmove. So when you're scrolling down listings, I think you can see the, the agents that stand out and those that don't, which is also another interesting perspective on that comment. But I think that, um, so what, what's your opinion on the state of play in property marketing right now? So 2022, where do you think we are? I so I think I think generally we're in a really healthy spot. I mean, you know, you talk about scrolling through the listings on Rightmove and there are a lot of good agents. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of agents, you know, doing the basics right. They all have good floor plans. You know, they're all following the Rightmove training on, on the ultimate listing guide. You know, they're all, um, you know, switching their properties around, their, their pictures around. You know, they're all completing the listings. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's, it's really in a healthy spot. And I guess. You know, it makes the competition in, in this time harder than ever with a lack of stock coming yeah. to the market. You know, mm-hmm. it, it makes it harder for each agent to differentiate uh, mm-hmm. uh, themselves. But I guess that's where the best agents do, because they're doing things to a quality level that is mm-hmm. is above the, you know, the, 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 you know. Are there any agents nationally that might be outside of Surrey that you're particularly interested in talking about that uh, you see some good work going on from a property marketing perspective? Um, I see. I think there's quite a lot of good stuff coming out from uh, Dorset. I really, um, I really like some of the agents in the West Country. Um, and, you know, I think they're working with some of the best design agencies or, you know, they're investing in video content to really give an insight yeah. into, you know, what's happening in their local markets and, you know, and connect with their with their customers over the medium of video. What, what I find really interesting is the virtual tours element. And 
I think, you know, when you look at where the vendors are asking for them, you know, people have really voted over their feet. There was an explosion of them over COVID when we were all stuck indoors and there was literally no no option other than to have a virtual <laughs> tour because you couldn't do physical viewings. But now you're sort of seeing that die off. And I just, you know, I think it would have become a huge part of, of Rightmove if, um, you know, there were virtual tours everywhere. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I was at a conference last week and they were sort of talking about the metaverse and how Facebook is, you know, developing that. And do we do we have digital real estate? You know, in 10 years time, are you going to walk into an area of the metaverse and just view properties virtually like that? I, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be really interesting time as technology is going to continue to develop at, at a, you know, a really you know fast pace. We're all going to have to try and just hang on its coattails and try and keep up with it. So I think the next 10 years is going to look very different to what it to what it is now. You know, two dimensional photos and a floor plan. Yeah, yeah that's true. Especially if petrol prices keep increasing, we'll be back to uh, virtual tours all over the place. We'll have, we'll have to sit on our safes and <laughs> yeah, two pounds, two pound eight. Oh, sorry, one pound eighty-two. It is now down, down near me at the moment. So hopefully that can be uh, over soon. Excellent. Um, well, Graham, thank you very much. Um, I think it's been really, really interesting, really insightful. Great to hear about your experiences and what it takes to be an award-winning property marketer. No, I think it's been really good to get to know you, Graham. Um, I think fascinating uh, journey you've been on over the last 15 years. Uh, I look forward to seeing what you can do now at Seymour's. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Uh, and if anybody's got any questions, you know, uh, or wants to follow up on, on anything that I've said today, then feel free to uh, just give us a connection and ask us a question. Thanks, guys. Brilliant. Thanks, Graham. Cheers. Thanks for listening to The Property Marketing Show. Please remember to like, subscribe and share. See you next time.